the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So you might be familiar with the actor Richard Dreyfus. You might remember Richard Dreyfus from movies like Jaws, um, American Graffiti, The Goodbye Girl, and uh, one that my family loves, but uh, I don't love because I root for Richard Dreyfus in this movie, and they root against him. And the movie is What About Bob? The movie's What About Bob with Bill Murray. Bill Murray plays a a lovable but crazy, uh, <laughs> very crazy, uh, just bothersome person. And he's driving Richard Dreyfus crazy. Richard Dreyfus is his psychologist. And my my kids and my wife all root for Bob because he's always fun and I root for Dreyfus because I like Dreyfus would be out of patience with Bill Murray as Bob's nonsense. Well, Richard Dreyfus is fed up with the nonsense he sees playing out in our country. And so he has left the acting profession and he is now devoting himself to what he says we have to do or we will lose our country. Here's what he told Glenn Beck. I firmly believe that if we don't revive the study of civics, we will be dead before 2050. We'll have the same name, and it will be a nightmare. Now, a lot of people have heard the word civics, but they don't really know what civics is. And civics is basically the... Well, it's the curriculum that Hillsdale is going to be putting forward, that Columbus Classical Academy, and that a lot of uh, schools have gotten away from, which is teaching about free expression of thought, about how government works, about the importance of being able to air your opinion and develop free thinking skills and things like that. So these kinds of ideals used to be the foundation of America, and we've gotten away from those ideals, and we now see this stark line between the dwindling, sadly, number of people like Richard Dreyfus, Hillsdale College, select few politicians who believe in it, and those who believe that it is, well, you know, apply your favorite label, um, xenophobic, homophobic, xenophobic, uh, I said that already. Uh, Islamophobic or just intolerant to stand for those kinds of principles. That, I think, is what the 2024 presidential election is going to be about. Are we going to commit to authentic American ideals or are we going to continue to go down this road that Joe Biden and the Democrats have taken us on? I mean, we had a chance in the midterm elections as a country to repudiate Joe Biden and the Democrats, I mean, there were ample reasons to, right? The Afghanistan withdrawal, that make us look good on the world stage? No. Do us any favors with our allies? No. Our southern border? Do you like that uh, not only is our southern border wide open, but we 
We disparage our very border agents whenever we get the chance. Remember when the still photograph was taken of the of the migrants in the river and the Border Patrol agents on horseback were supposedly whipping them? Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, these evoke images of America's worst. Images of slavery. Did those border agents get an apology? No, they did not. Did get a fair trial in the American public? No, they did not. Joe Biden said right away, they were strapping those migrants. If we're going to have a country, I agree with Richard Dreyfuss, it's going to be gone by 2050 if we don't get back to prizing truth and raising our kids that, sure, America's had its, its bad instances in the past, We call those out, we expose those, we correct those, we move forward. But a lot of what kind of country we're going to be is going to be reflected by what happens with this Joe Biden document scandal. It's We can argue whether his is worse than Trump's or Trump's is worse than his. What we can't argue is both of them did it. Both of them have classified documents that they should not have. And the Democrats, I mean, they established the rules for how we're going to treat the failure to steward classified documents. The Trump thing went first, so they uh, the worst thing that could ever happen, right? National security is at risk. Look how cavalier, how careless he is. Now? Um, well, I'll, you tell me. You guess. Uh, is this CNN talking about Donald Trump's document issues? Or is this CNN talking about Joe Biden's document issues. Experts in this matter say it is known as classified spillage. And in most cases, there are simple mistakes that are not typically charged as crimes. Is it an accepted thing? How common is this? What is your reporting found? Yeah, Caitlin, this kind of uh, this kind of classified spillage happens almost literally every day. And most of the time, it's completely accidental. An employee accidentally takes home a classified document in a briefcase. In one example that we were told, the employee found a classified document that had been accidentally attached to an unclassified travel itinerary. He slept with it under his pillow for a night, returned it the next day, and that was that. Most- was that Trump's document coverage or was that Biden's document coverage? Yeah, you're right. That was Biden's. Good guess. Good guess. Uh, Here's Joe Biden yesterday. He finally decided to address his little document problem. I mean, he was on 60 Minutes in uh, September, I think, saying he couldn't believe Trump could be so careless and who might have been compromised by this. So surely, 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 when Trump, excuse me, when Biden yesterday for the first time in eight days, uh, reading from a prepared statement, I mean, we read from a prepared statement, You make sure exactly what you're going to say, right? So you've thought about this. You probably had it vetted by lawyers. I mean, certainly he's going to apologize for this very, very, very egregious compromising of secret documents. We found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives and the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find... There's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. Oh, there's no there there, and he has no regrets. What is there there anyway? (laughs) You know, the first time I heard a news anchor 
quote that yesterday. I thought it was a typo on his teleprompter. No, uh, it's a it's a I've heard this phrase for a long, long time. It's not an original to Joe Biden. Mm hmm. It had happened. Uh, Gertrude Stein in everybody's autobiography was talking about Oakland, California, and it was basically a way to convey that where you grew up, there's nothing special about it. There's no there there. Mm-hmm. OK, so you can go there. You're not going to see anything. Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean, Joe Biden, 1937, like he was probably, uh, you know, he might have been he probably read that when he was yeah. getting his master's degree in college in 1937. Uh, so you know that's uh, that's the clear double standard, right? We're we're a country with a lot of things that don't apply anymore. Equal protection under the law. And the last I heard, it was fifteen documents that had been found. That's more than a handful, Joe. Sorry, but that's more than a handful, well, in has, my opinion. He has big hands, you know, I guess. very large hands. Maybe that's it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. uh, The height of the double standardism, of course, is the World Economic Forum in uh, Davos, Switzerland. And basically the whole World Economic Forum is a bunch of elites, John Kerry, Al Gore, lecturing you about the inevitability of the world coming to an end, not because of anything they've done, (laughs) but because of all the bad things average everyday people have done by doing things that are just horribly irresponsible, like like eating meat, uh, like, like heating your home. I mean, what is wrong with you people out there? Here's Al Gore. In my country, we passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which is primarily a climate uh, act. Oh, what? What? We passed the Inflation Reduction Act, primarily a climate act. I got to hear more of that. Yeah, we will hear more of that. And we will hear how Al Gore, failed Democratic presidential candidate, uh, burdened by the inevitability of the world collapsing, is, uh, well, where does Al Gore go to unwind from all that pressure? I think you'll be interested to find out. Yeah, the problem with letting a crazy uh, dude like Al Gore go to the World Economic Forum in Davos and turning his microphone on, letting him rant about climate change and boiling oceans and rain bombs and everything else, is that he might say the quiet part out loud about the Inflation Reduction Act, which he did in this little clip. In my country, we passed the... Inflation Reduction Act, which is primarily a climate uh, act, $369 billion, which will actually be much larger than that because the heavy lifting is done by tax credits that uh, are very long-term, some of them actually open-ended, uh, and the early investments that have already been triggered by it uh, give a great deal of reason, uh, many reasons for believing it's going to be much larger than $369 billion. So I'm very encouraged by that. I'm wondering uh, whether you're encouraged by that. My guess is no. But Al Gore doesn't have to worry about it because Al Gore makes, get this, $2 million per month. Per month from this investment firm that he set up four years after losing to George Bush in the 2000 presidential election. The hanging chad is the best thing that ever happened to Al Gore. 
He set it up with, hey, tell me if this sounds like somebody who an avowed climatologist would hang out with. You think Al Gore, Mr. Big Business is bad, it's ending the world, it's raising the core temperature of the earth. You think Al Gore would be buddying up to uh, former Goldman Sachs managing director David Blood? Well, that's his partner in this little endeavor that, yes, pays Al Gore $2 million a month in salary. And they have raised $36 billion in donations to ostensibly invest in companies that are furthering green technology. Companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Google. What a shock. They're all the biggest tech companies. And John Deere. John Deere? I mean, John Deere green. I know John Deere is green in color. I wouldn't think John Deere tractors belching diesel fumes all across the Midwest would be furthering climate change. But they are furthering Al Gore's wealth. Trust me on that. So he launched this firm in 2004. And in order to get people to give boatloads of money to your endeavor... Well, you need to do what? You need to inspire them or you need to scare them. And so, of course, Al Gore started spouting all about how the coastlines were eroding and the cities giving off all their greenhouse gases and all this stuff. Well, that's an odd thing for Al Gore to be railing against when he, according to the Daily Mail of London owns a condo in the St. Regis building in San Francisco, close to Silicon Valley, where many of his investments lie. Uh, Al Gore also owns a mammoth mansion in Nashville, Tennessee, whose energy usage last year was more than 20 times the national average of the common home. Al Gore also owns a mansion in Montecito, California, along a coastline that, I mean, I, I, I certainly hope Al gets out of there before the coastline erodes in his home next to Oprah Winfrey's, crashes into the ocean. Oh, by the way, that's where Prince Harry and Meghan Markle live as well. This guy is such a phony. And I've played for you this week some of his rantings over there from Davos. And I've said before, and I will say again, I'll say to the end of time, he is 100% about power. And if he can tell everybody that the way they're living is killing the earth and bringing about Armageddon, thus making them make sacrifices that from the burgeoning real estate empire that he owns, it appears he has no interest in making those sacrifices himself. Well, so much the better. So many things the Democrats are involved in is nothing more than a grift for their personal wealth. From CRT to climate change to the LGBTQ movement, on and on and on and on. I mean, how many organizations were going to consider their work done, right? Done. Once they got gay marriage ensconced into law. Have they gone away? Did they fold? Did GLAD fold? The Human Rights Commission fold? Did I miss that? No. If you ever wonder why... The LGBTQ 
agenda continues to grow by the letter, it's because, well, mm, we got this done, we got that done, we got this done. Well, now we have to fold somebody else under our umbrella because, I mean, this is a really good gig we have going here. A lot of companies are giving us multiple millions of dollars. And if we've already accomplished what we said we were going to get done, I guess we got to find something else. The L and the G are not compatible with the T. Now you think about that. They're not. Lesbians are supposed to s- celebrate the fact that women can love women. Gay men are supposed to celebrate that gay m- that men can love other men. The T is like if you're a, if you're a woman, you can be a man. That's not the message of the L, and this conversely not the message of the G. And just wait, it won't be long before the D for drag queens is folded under that umbrella too. Because hey, hey. We got a whole new class of people that we can advocate for. Now, there's news in the case of the woman who stole the car with the two five month old babies inside. Her name's Nala Jackson. The police recognized her because she had had many, many, many brushes with the law ahead of time. She is uh, in court today, U.S. District Court here in Columbus, facing charges that carry a maximum sentence of 20 years to life. In federal prison for kidnapping. Uh, I do not think she will get that. I do not. I think she has a a very sad story to tell about probably her own abuse. Uh, she might have some mental health uh, issues. She's had children of her own taken away from her. Uh, I question whether she will do very much time in prison at all. It would it would I will say this? It will surprise me. In fact, I would say it will surprise me very much if she is sentenced to five years. That'll surprise me. Uh, They have found that a strange circumstance that occurred at a parking garage in March where a man shot himself with a law enforcement officer's gun will not result in any charges. Franklin County Parking Garage, downtown Columbus, uh, last March, there was a fight that broke out. Guy got out of a car. He was fighting with the guy in the car. He started to fight with other people. I mean, they're in the Franklin County, you know, parking garage, so there's cops around. An officer came up, tried to help. Brawl results in the officer's gun being taken. He pointed it at the officer and then turned it upon himself. I mean, I'm not happy that he pointed it. I'm not happy that he killed himself, but I'm certainly much more glad of that than the fact that he would have harmed the officer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.